1: Hello and welcome to the Scoutcast. My name is Joe. And my name is Andy. Welcome. We um, usually we say um, welcome to Seb as well, but um, Seb has been in touch and said that his internet is of of a point where it was it's below pff, a ZX Spectrum dial up Alexander Graham Bell. I, don't, I mean, it's, it was of a level where I don't think we could have a conversation. So, uh, but he'll be back next week. He's got a, he's got a booster. Um, coming in and uh, a booster is just what i've had a few hours ago at a oh nice at, at a haynes motor museum in somerset where they give the jabs down my way which is uh very nice very nice very nice um <laughs> andy what is coming up in the show
0: yeah, we got uh, well, got a lovely show today, obviously, because we've ha- had the international break. And I think people are bored of watching England win easy games. So uh, it's going to be looking forward to getting back into FPL now. Uh, we're going to do our roundup of Game Week 11, to be honest, just to remind me and Joe what happened. Because I, I actually, <laughs> just before you came on, I had to remind myself what score I got. Um, then we're going to go to Joe, who's going to be talking about Kane and Son uh, and the challenge of perma-captaining Salah as well. And we're, plus, we're going to be looking at the community's Uni-Kane pictures. Yes, that's right. That is an actual feature on our show tonight. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the main feature. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. The rest fair. is dross. Um, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting all these updates coming up on my laptop right at the wrong time. Go mm. away. Um, <laughs> then we are looking at uh, topic number two, which is my topic, which is Crystal Palace. I did not think this year I would be doing a whole topic on Crystal Palace, but there it is. That is how much they've improved this year. Mm. So I think they deserve it. Then topic three, Joe's going to be talking about goalkeepers because a lot of people, unfortunately, not unfortunately for me because I didn't own him, but Sanchez was in goal for them and he obviously got sent off. Yeah. So what are we going to do if we now don't have a goalkeeper this week or do we uh, do we look to move him out? Mm. What What is it we're looking to do? Or, or you're uh, like me gonna... and you've
1: got the, the Brentford goalkeeper, not not the good one.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do we do then as well? Uh, then we're going to have a look at goals in an imminent, look at our next four fixtures, look at the community team which is alex's team uh, and then talk about our differentials and do our team reveals as well so we've got yeah. a donuts week which is a jam-packed
1: one it is indeed it is indeed um welcome to all those that are jo- uh, joining us in the live chat almost well, we said jiving with us in the live chat but you're welcome to jive and join us jive. um steve elbows um delia um delia's um It's going to appear in in a bit with her amazing pictures that she's done for us. Um, uh, Lynn, um, Eddie, uh, Tony, um, FPL Focal. Um, He's number two in the world, isn't he? FPL
0: Focal. If I got that right. I I know he does fantastic videos, doesn't he? I might have promoted him.
1: Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, Jack, Broken Shear, Mario and Rod Rev and whoever else I have forgotten to mention. Thank you so much for joining us in the live chat. Um, Just 12 likes. Oh my God, that's tiny. We've got lots of you here. So do press the like button. It does something um, to do with uh, youth and algorithms and YouTube. Um, So uh, we usually have a rough with a smooth. but It was so long ago. We're not going to bother with that. Um, we just find this just too long ago so we'll, we'll sort of do a little bit on our team so remind ourselves what the hell um, is going on um, so our game weeks um, I'll go first um, it turns out I had my best ever game week of the season um, i got 70 points but i got a game week rank of about 100k so that propelled me um, back up to near where my 117th Thousand three hundred and forty-one. So a nice green arrow. Um, Cancelo massive returns. Alexander Arnold. Uh, Livramento who I played. Um, he didn't come off the bench. He was there. Um, Salah a little return. Rafina. Lots of people getting rid of Rafina. I can. I was. Mm. I was delighted <laughs> because he's great and I, I want i i just want him to play all the time um uh kane and antonio did not do well for me um but it's armstrong and armstrong is the reason i did so well this week in terms of a rank rise he got me nine points he's owned by what one two percent so pretty much all of that nine points goes on to my score so unlike when say salah scores and captain he's 190 percent owned I'm I'm getting I'm getting a minute bit of those points it's nothing yeah um but Armstrong fully nine points and that is the beauty of a sort of a Chris Wood Armstrong uh, Trossard all of these differentials and if you've got those players that that can can score well and be a differential, they can give you a rank rise. So um, that could be my only one this season, but I'm going to cherish the memory of Armstrong's goal there. Um, so, um, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Andy, another another good week for you as well. You got a green arrow last week. I maliciously gave you a red arrow. <laughs> I know. Uh, but you had a green arrow last week. Green arrow again this week. So, yeah, yeah. tell us about your game week.
0: Yeah, so um, I was saying to Joe just before we started that I'm basically just trying to slowly claw my way back from captaining Havertz that week. Uh, and actually, I've been doing okay. Two green arrows. There's nothing more you can ask for, really. Uh, about 100k rise mm. this week. Um, okay. Cancelo and Alexander-Arnold. I know quite a few people had them, but it was nice to see them get a return. 26 points between them. Um, Havertz finally getting me a goal, which was lovely as well, which meant yeah. I needed to change my profile picture on Twitter too for a little while. Uh, Saka, oh he's so the nerly man all the time like I obviously know. he had a goal chalked offside yeah. he looks so good his stats are so similar to Smith Rowe but yeah. he just doesn't seem to get those returns um, and I know what's going to happen as soon as I sell him he's yeah. going um, to return I think you've just got to stick
1: dude. with him Smith Rowe is the but in, in, in these types of decisions the sort of 50-50 you yeah. just just stick with them it's like
0: yeah, it both is, of yeah. us
1: own Chilwell there's yeah. a temptation to move to James but then you move to James and it'll
0: be Chilwell who gets those points yeah. That's exactly how it feels, and I like. I just like Saka. I, I like Smith Rowe anyway. But when I got when I was got Saka on my wild card, Saka was pretty much nailed, and Smith mm. Rowe everybody was still like. Mm, I'm not really sure he's going to be playing every game, and obviously he's done very well. But stats wise, are very very similar. So I will be sticking with Saka. Foden, Meh. The Brentford boys, I'm so disappointed with ah. tony and Bumo. I mean. Nah. You, nobody was expecting a loss to Norwich, and let alone Tony and Bumo not to do anything, either of them. So, yeah, a little bit disappointed there. Livermento first on my bench, which is the first time this season that's happened. But to be honest, I'm fairly happy. 59 points, yeah. 100k green arrow. We move, isn't it, and not its what they always say. So, yes. uh, yeah, I'm fairly happy.
1: I think with um, I've, I, I, one of the meet the man of, manager videos I did ooh, a few weeks ago now, Hmm. Um, uh, with an ex-pro and one of the things that he was saying about Bomo is that he didn't like him because he kept hitting the woodwork and so other people yeah. were saying he's getting the woodwork um, that's you know he's going to score soon and he just saw that as inefficient and being yeah. an inefficient player wasteful Um yeah. and they off, do count tar- it as a shot off target it they? is off target it is indeed off target um, yeah it's close to the goal but it's off target yeah. um, so and 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 so I I mean I didn't uh, make uh, I don't think I, I made a move that in, in that regard um, but if, if looking for that type of player Smith Rowe Gallagher and we'll talk about Palace in a bit Trossard these are all above Bomo for me um, now yeah. and and indeed the case with Tony Tony's the one I fear because he is so well-owned by engaged managers but um, he's a striker for a promoted side he is what he is <laughs> you know, no more yeah, less. he is,
0: and he's and he's priced that way as well. Yeah. he's still a, he's still a kind price. And the thing is, he's he's got penalties. You know, if they get a penalty, he's going to be there. So that the floor is always a little bit higher than some of the the strikers out there. But yeah. I mean, is there much of a difference between Tony and Pookie at the moment? No, and no. nobody's going Pookie, are they? No. So no, interesting one. No,
1: or Armstrong, thank God. <laughs> yeah, true. so um, yeah, yeah. yeah, may may that long continue. But, although I'm probably going to get rid of Armstrong in a couple of weeks. But there are yeah, lots definitely. of other strikers, like say Callum Wilson. Chris Woods. Yeah. There are others um, that can come in the mix, which is why I still like that third striker spot, who's you know around that six million, because you yeah. can you can dive on to these players, and it is it is very temporary. The form with these guys, so I, I, yeah. it's it's like um, Sidibe. I think it was Sidibe at Stoke. Remember, I got yeah. him in, and I got a couple of goals out of him, but it's, yeah. it's very temporary for about a month, and you know barely owned. And and they, these types of players, they're the ones that can get you that that rank rise um yeah. so we are um going to be talking about Kane and Son um and you know whether they can challenge the likes of Salah for the captaincy or or indeed you know the, which one should we should bring into our team but before we do that um we, uh, last last week um uh last time we were on Kylie was in uh the studio I say studio she's in a house and then we <laughs> had a zoom chat uh, on the scout cast but she was talking about uh the unicorns of the game for fpl dreamers so these legendary like armstrong chris wood and indeed <laughs> Kane, very low owned differentials and they could do well and that's what we all dream of um so we came up with uh, the unicane and um luckily there's lots of really creative people in the community um who've come up with some pictures so i've, I've done them in a sort of a sliding scale of of um uh, well, well, you'll see. So um, here's the first one. <laughs> um, uh, What's so, happened? Uh, What's this, happened? Th- this is Andy Nash. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just it's just simply a, a lovely unicorn. And he's just talking about some first half hat trick sparkle uh, in preparation for Leeds. Um, while, while people listen to that, if anyone's of an age and they can remember um, uh, Take Heart with Tony Hart, when he has the gallery scene, they have the music in the background while we show um, all the kids pictures. Um, so, um, uh, just have that imagining in your head. We can't obviously afford the copyright for that. Um, so here's the second one. Um, this is from, uh, this is from Delia who is in the live chat. Um, she's got a couple in here. So this is one of hers. Uh, obviously I could do better things with my time, she says, but I felt very inspired after listening to the latest Scoutcast um uh featuring kylie and joe and yourself um so kept saying kane could be this season's unicorn dancing across dreamland so yeah andy for the benefit of those listening on the podcast what what is this of kane
0: i mean it's kane and a unicorn one there we go
1: it's that simple
0: so okay Kill me and, now and
1: here's <laughs> the third one uh this is for the north london derby so uh the famous um, Saka, there was a whole bunch, quite a few of them on the, on their Unicorn Inflatables. Yeah. Um and uh and Dan Parsons has got um uh yeah, Kane's face on that. So there we go. Saka riding Kane. Uh so on Unicorn Unicane four <laughs> I, okay yeah right this is where we start to get into the nitty-gritty i things.
0: was so do you know joe i was so happy when you when when i was invited on the scout cast this year <laughs> and i'm not really sure what's happened well this is it
1: this is what's happened so, uh, oh, so FPL
0: content—that's what I wanted to do. Serious <laughs> F- content. FPL, oh, God.
1: yes, is serious. This is it. I mean, these people with their <laughs> stats and their tables. This is it. This is where it's oh, happening. God. Uh, FPL Gazer, a Geordie um, uh, FPL on Twitter. Uh, quite disturbing, if I'm honest, Joe, but couldn't resist. What what what's he done here? <laughs> For the benefit of those uh, I... listening.
0: Oh God, hang on. Uh, I'm trying to keep up on the on the YouTube stream. Let me bring it up on Slack. So let me have it up on two different things. So. It's basically a picture of Kane with a unicorn horn, holding a cat who's also got a unicorn horn.
1: Mm, yeah. Oh no, that's not that one. Oh no, you've oh. given. No, you need to be on the screen. This is um, this is a semi semi naked Kane with the oh, unicorn. I on that. Oh sorry. Oh um, sorry. And uh, I jumped ahead. directly below the Sacker one. Um, oh. Let's let's go for this one then. So you've just described this one. So the next one here. This is from FBL Greyhead, uh, one of ours of uh, the unicane. Uh, yeah describe describe this one again
0: (laughs) so it's it's cane with a unicorn horn holding a cat with a unicorn horn as well very sweet
1: (laughs) it's 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 beautiful and um uh, last one people people may be either happy or or sad to know this is the last one and this is um Delia's one so this is the last one so uh, this is a not suitable for work uh version (laughs) I'm assuming that's not an Australian county um, but um, yeah so please, can you describe this one
0: so it's kind of a um, it's the bottom one naked, it's a kind In of like one. naked man <laughs> with a unicorn horn and Kane's face has been uh, photoshopped yeah. onto it I yeah I'm a teacher Joe I yeah. you know I, I'm not sure whether I can I can be a part of this no, anymore <laughs> no,
1: no you can't so luckily we've, we've moved on uh, for the, but, but I'm uh, hoping this picture goes up um all over twitter when kane scores his third hat trick in a week (laughs) so yeah yeah, so um, once again a bit like last week so it's a bit of an update really on kane and son and spurs um so yeah last week we focused on whether son and kane were worth investing in with conte managing spurs they didn't actually um exactly excel in their audition but with two weeks passed Conte is now banning condiments so he's already started Um, a Kane um, hat-trick Kane hat-trick times two during the week Salah's captaincy credentials taking a bit of a hit especially with Arsenal coming up Um, I think you said on Twitter it doesn't scream Hall and and yes it probably doesn't Um,
0: yeah I was going to talk about that a little bit later actually because um, I think Arsenal's defensive stats are going under the radar a little bit yeah they are very very good defensively Mm. at the moment
1: And uh, so we wonder if it's now um, not only time to consider bringing in Son or Kane, but also handing one of them the armband too. Um, So we've had some community questions. Uh, Matt Kent, has Kane's hat-tricks during the international break given us a little more confidence that he will do well during Spurs' kind fixture run and that he could in fact be a better option than Son? So Tottenham have Leeds coming up next at home, then Burnley and then Brentford at home and then Norwich at home. It's a lovely set of four fixtures um, I hope Kane does well as a Kane owner there uh, Andy Mack for Vardy owners is it worth transferring him out for Kane if you can uh, and Mack uh, no relation says Son Kane none or both and then Comrade asks a link question if Robertson is out for a few weeks who is the best third Liverpool option Jota and Simikas. Um so how long does Robertson need to be out for before Simacas a better option than Jota so the, re- the reason he's asking that obviously Rob- Robertson is injured we don't know the extent of that uh, it could be it could be out this weekend. It could be out for longer. It could be available to play this weekend. We don't know. Um, but Simacas would, would fill in there. The reason I mentioned him is 3.9. Kane is a lot of money. Son is a lot of money. You're going to need probably maybe two transfers and need to find money somewhere. Simacas could be, could be the guy to do it. Um, so taking all that in, Andy, have you got any Spurs? Are you thinking of getting any Spurs?
0: I will do. So oh. I 100% will do it. So it's Havertz to Son is what I'm most oh. likely doing this week. Uh, and I've pretty much, I've had that planned in since I got Havertz in. So I, Havertz was always a, a three-week punt for me. To be honest, apart from the captaincy where he blanked and Salah hauled, he got an assist and a goal and he got me quite a few points. So I, I'm not too disappointed with that as a punt, uh, but it was always going to be for three weeks and then I'll be going to be more than happy to move him off for Son because I've got the, the, the money yeah. to be able to do that. So that's still what I'm thinking of doing in my head. I have been thinking an awful lot, and I think this is happening a lot when people are talking about Kane or Son. They're saying which one they prefer, and I think they're only saying the one they prefer based on who they can get to.
1: Exactly. I think I agree with you on that, yeah.
0: And I'm very torn between the two. I feel like Son is somebody that will do well regardless of what happens with Conte. I feel like Mm. he could do well in any team in the world, to Mm. be honest. I do feel like Kane relies quite a lot on the supply, and I don't know whether there's a lot of supply in this team at the moment. And I'm not sure whether Conte is going to have been in for long enough to have made that Mm. much of a difference yet. I think he's a big person in terms of fitness and getting their fitness up and working hard and making sure players around him are working hard or he just gets rid of them. Um, I don't think he's been there long enough to make that much of a difference. The only thing I will say is the reason I do like Kane over Son is because I feel like he's a much better captaincy option than Son. So I do like the thought of having Salah and at the moment I'm looking at my team and I don't really have a lot of captaincy options apart from Salah mm. whereas when you've got Kane automatically yeah. he's that captaincy option you know we've just seen it in the international break he loves taking penalties he takes a mm. mean penalty obviously it the matter second a game. one against
1: San Marino that was yeah, amazing yeah no one was saving that one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I just think that would be the reason I would maybe be edging towards Kane if I was being completely unbiased but mm. I do love Son yeah. when he's in form mm. And the fact he's a midfielder and gets that extra point as well, and if they get a, if they get a goal, it's, it's most probably going to be you know Kane goal, Son assist, Song goal, Kane assist, whatever it is. So, I I I'm torn between the two of them. But if if you gave me the option of both and I could get either for no hit, mm. I think I probably would edge Kane. Yes,
1: um, I mean I have Kane, uh, the, and and I do agree it's very team specific. I mm. I my promotion of Kane. Is around he i say he's good for my team i also like the fact that he goes in it goes well well with this unicorn thing <laughs> and that's another reason i like him but that's not for my team but just in, yeah. in terms of you know for, for content <laughs> but in yeah, terms of recommending Son, i think it is so team specific and i hear this all the time but if you have like you have a havertz so a havertz to son is an easy move i yeah. had ronaldo as Manchester United's fixtures were coming poor. So it was an easy move to me. I didn't really have that that son, um role. So whichever way you've got, I mean, it's very unlikely you're going to have the luxury of being able to make both moves this yeah. week. Um, but if you've got Vardy, that would be a temptation. If you've got Havertz, um, if you've got um, an- another midfielder, who's perhaps seven and a half or something, and you've got another two million you can get for somewhere on a on a 2 freeze. you can do that. And we'll come to the community team a bit later with Alex's team that we're they're managing. And we have two free transfers. We can do either or. We can yeah. do Kane and a make or Son and a make way. And um, so we'll come to that a bit later. So we are in exactly that same um, position. So I think it is team Spazier. I think everyone needs to look at their team and think, is it easier for me to get Son or Kane? And also, where do I want to go with that down the line? So I, yeah. I don't want to discount Ronaldo. I have at the moment, but I don't want to permanently. And I think no, Kane I think, to Ronaldo is a move down the line. I think, I, that's a not... very,
0: yeah, I think that's a clever way of looking at it. Because when you look at midfield, there's a lot of those midfielders I could end up wanting. So there's a lot of midfielders that you know I could quite happily own instead of Son at times. Yeah. Whereas you look up top... And there's really not many people we're going to want, I don't think. And Kane's one of them at the moment. Mm. And apart from that, premium's up top. I mean, you can easily own Kane, Antonio, Tony, yeah. Hwang, whoever it is you want is that a cheaper option as well. And it still looks absolutely fine. And I'm just, I do think when those fixtures change for United, you are going to be wanting to move someone like Kane to someone like Ronaldo. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm probably going to be having to save a free transfer beforehand if I don't want to do it without a hit. No. And move some funds around and upgrade Antonio or something like that to Ronaldo and and downgrade Son so it's going to be a lot harder for me I I think
1: think if I if somehow you know the way my team was if I was sitting here with Son in my team not Kane um, then I would actually be thinking well okay Manchester United's fixtures are going to get better are they going to improve well let's have a look at the next few games and see Um, Son to Rashford Son if I can find a bit more to Fernandez exactly so I would I wouldn't think of Ronaldo I think if you've got Kane you can start thinking Ronaldo uh, very easily if you've got Son you can start thinking about those I mean I thought Rashford's been looking great whenever he's played
0: yeah he has I think it's the competition for places in his position though that's what would would throw me off because he's not cheap either is he still 9, 9.5 or something? Yeah, so I, to be honest, I think if, if I were to go that way and I'd be going away from Ronaldo, I'd be going Bruno, I think. Yeah. The creativity stats are still there yeah, yeah. and the fixtures coming up. Well, I think we've, have we only had one penalty this year yeah. and he missed it? I yeah. think that was the only one. So uh, we don't have any reason to believe he's not on pens. Like, I think that's probably the way I'd go if I wasn't going Ronaldo. No,
1: I, I, as far as we know, he is definitely on penalties. Yeah. Um, so, um, well, I've got, I've got some, some stats here. Um, not, it's not just all about unicorn pictures here. Um, we have some stats <laughs> as well. Um, this is expected goal involvement. This is something I put up on the captaincy video as well. Um, but this is sort of more general for whether you want to bring players in as well so this is the top 10 in terms of expected goal involvement last four and I've then also added in Son Kane Ronaldo they are further behind so they're I think they're still in the top say 20 but they're they're further behind mm. this, these lot here so we can see Salah is in a league of his own so if you are thinking about the captaincy um, if you think that he can breach the Arsenal defence he is you know more than capable Firmino um, we think we we'll injured. Um, that looks pretty certain, but he's up there as well. Abamyang, um, tough fixture this week though. King at Watford against the league's worst defense, Manchester United. <laughs> uh. There we go. Bowen. Bowen is a player. I hope I don't go to the end of the season without owning him um, because um, he he has been considered as an FPL asset. He's a really unsexy FPL asset. He is yeah. just. Chipping away with the assists, the odd goal. No one's getting him. No one's ever can cons- consider him. Um, I think he's going to be. A- he's still a great option. Let's see when Manchester, when West Ham's fixtures improve. Um, yeah. a few other names here. Um, Benteke, we'll speak about a bit later. Trossard. Now there was, I think it was Ivan in the chat was talking about um, uh, uh, that Brighton are going under the radar and um, Trossard. Can we speak about him last week, mate? he was my differential yeah, yeah. of the of the week and um, Tony who's also in the live chat um, got him in as well so I basically convinced Tony and uh, so he got him in and profited handsomely yeah. from his goal he's, there he's
0: playing a little bit more centrally isn't he mm-hmm. I think he's a lot better when he is
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah. Um, then we've got the likes of Mane uh, Foden Norgard at Brentford uh, okay um but then Son is behind so in terms of expected goal involvement Salah to put in perspective Salah's 2.93 expected involved in basically three goals um, Son 1.69 so one and a half maybe two goals Kane just below him 1.4 um, so Kane's had a goal and an assist. Ronaldo's just behind him even further um, 1.16 so before I consider Ronaldo I want to see some improvement in that I want to see him up mm. in the you know at least two to three,
0: but, yeah, tough, tough with him. Obviously, we got, you know, we didn't create an awful lot against yeah. City, did we? So that may skew it a little bit. But I, I'm looking here, and it was something that I was going to bring up. Obviously, is that Arsenal? genuinely they they've conceded four goals yeah. in the last eight games. Yeah. And the, the, the last three away games, and obviously they're playing away this week, they, they haven't conceded. No. In the last three away games, the pictures have been kinder. They have had they a have, kind but fix, right, but, but it's it's good form. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they're playing well, they're playing defensively, yeah. they're, they're not letting teams score a lot past them. I mean, they're not scoring a lot of goals themselves, which is probably why they know they have to mm. be quite so defensive. I mean, it's one of those things, I think, where do we focus on the fact that Arsenal are turning into quite a good defensive team or do we just focus on the fact that, you know, Salah is just in supreme form and um, it's, the, it's, it is we, tough to go against Salah again? Yeah, I we,
1: myself and Tom discussed it earlier on the captaincy video. So I do urge people to have a look at that um, for more my, my thoughts on it. But but basically, I am going to be captaining Salah because yeah. um, I do think he'll return. And because, and it is annoying his effective ownership and people don't like talking about it. It's like the elephant in the room, but you have to. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, I know. if yeah. you
1: don't captain Salah and you own him and he scores a goal, then you are getting 90% of of a player scoring a goal against your rank. You're immediately yeah. slipping. Immediately. So get it. I mean, I, I had my best game week last week, captain Salah. Since I started recaptaining Salah again, I've got green arrows again. And the reason yeah. is, because you can't slip too far back. All you can do is take that risk that someone's going to score score more, and it could be Son and Kane. But as you said, I mean, you know, I mean, it, they are. It unfit. can also,
0: it can also be a gift though. Mm. It can also be a gift that he's two hundred percent EO because what that does is take a lot of effective ownership away from all your other players. So yeah. you know, I, I own Foden, I own, I will own Son, and they've got nice fixtures this weekend, and I'm looking at it and thinking, well. Actually, there's going to be a lot of other players in my team, pretty much all of them, where if they score, I'm getting their points, which is lovely. So, as long as Salah's your captain and he's not 200% EO, which he'll be just under it, you're still gaining for that and you're still gaining for every other player in your team, which is big as well. But, you know, play it your way. If you don't fancy Salah against Arsenal, don't captain him. The thing is, for me, like I said, I'm looking at my team and I'm actually struggling to find any other captaincy options, really. And Foden is someone that I looked at. Cancelo, someone I looked mm. at cause they're playing against Everton who are pretty awful at the yeah. moment. Uh, and then Son would be probably my but, second um, choice. And if you had Kane, oh, it, it is tempting, but I do agree with Joe. I think a lot of us got burnt not captaining mm. Salah. And I think I with think his, how effective his ownership well, well, is. Well, like... last,
1: last week, Kane's ownership for me, around my rank, was yeah. about 5%. Yeah. So even him getting two points was two points gain yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, um, in the top 10,000, which I'm not in, um, he was 25%. That was last week. Now, he's yeah. two hat tricks later. How much are the engaged managers going to be looking at someone like Kane or Son? The son's Son son is already up to nearly 20% amongst all managers, so already yeah. his ownership is going up. So they're not going to remain differentials too long if they do anything against Leeds and yeah. Kane. I think if you're in the top 10,000, I th- I I think his ownership is going to be around 30, 40. I reckon it could go up to... It was, tw- it was 25% last week against Everton, it, against them. So
0: It depends, because it depends whether the top 10K will have somebody up front that mm, they can move yes. to Kane, I guess. Because so. if they're in the top 10K, they probably haven't lost a lot of points on those strikers like no, a few of us have. I think but. if they've got
1: Ronaldo, still with Lukaku, yeah, or Vardy, like Vardy in particular... Um, yeah. but around my rank and your rank, and probably well everyone apart from ten thousand people <laughs> yeah. um the rank um Kane just owning him is fine yeah uh, it's I massive... so. and
0: I think that's it. I think just owning those other players is fine and yeah. and you look at it even even players like Trent, you know Trent is still not owned by about. 55% of people or something. no it's more than that 60% of people so yeah. players like that you think are going to be so high, highly owned still getting you lots of points um, so yeah I, I think for me I will, sounds horrible but I'll probably be on permanent captain with Salah until he goes yeah. off to AFCON well, and, then, and then that's the time to start moving things around a bit it's funny, it
1: funny on, on Twitter the last, the last set of matches people saying hope, hope Salah can save my game week well, if you captained yeah. him and you own him <laughs> yeah. and Alexander-Arnold then he's just going to maintain your game week. He's not even going to do anything. Um, Now, the real people who would benefit from any form of Liverpool goal or assist are those, uh, you know, I've got Jota. Someone someone might have double Liverpool defence. Someone might have, I don't know, whoever else has got, Origi they might have. These are the ones who are going to go, I hope they say, you know, I'm thinking, they I hope Jota saves my game week. But Salah, it's just gone it's just it's just it's just the way the game is and yeah, whether is. there's 7 million or 1 million there's still the percentage you're playing against
0: yeah um, no i do agree yeah
1: um there's other managers as well as conte and his lack of condiments at spurs we've got gerard at villa and smith at norwich i like smith's move from villa to norwich because it yeah, shows I that do. he's a jobbing manager you don't want to be sit yeah. on garden leave you just I
0: th- I don't. I didn't like that that sacking no. at all. I think I think he'd done an awful lot for them, and they'd sold their best player they probably ever had. And it, they, I don't know what they expect. I think he, did he lose four in a row and they got rid of him? I I think that was a, quite harsh, personally. Yeah. Um. But there you go. I think Norwich. I think you know Aston Villa's loss is Norwich's gain. Yes.
1: It, it's also it's FPL manager's loss as well because he yeah. is our mortal enemy. Um, because yeah. he once said in a press conference that he doesn't he doesn't work, he did, live yeah. in the fantasy world. He's in the real world of football and dismissed. And 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 tried not to give any any um, uh, early team news. Um, yeah. So uh, well, luckily he's at Norwich now, so I don't care about. It yeah, <laughs> at true. At the moment, you can live in the real world all you like in East Anglia, and uh, but yeah nevertheless, Norwich do have Southampton, Wolves, Newcastle, and Tottenham, and and you mentioned Pookie earlier. People are looking for
0: a cheap striker. Yeah, I'm going to be mentioning him at the end of the show. Oh,
1: oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Pookie, I think, is a good bet. New manager bounce um Gerard at Villa now I don't know Villa are weird aren't they because they've got loads of really good players and I can't work out I mean across the board goal defense midfield yeah. attack I can't work out why they've been so poor and I hope they still were poor this weekend against Brighton but I mean I mean I, I don't yeah. I mean, do you know do you know much I about think- Gerard and Rangers
0: yeah I mean a lot of people have been saying about um the right back one at Tavernier mm. up, uh, up, uh, when he was at Rangers yeah. and say maybe Matt Cash can turn into that. But I don't, I don't see that personally. No. Um, I think he's he's very organised as a manager. He's obviously very passionate and he'll make sure he gets the, the most out of his players. But I think I think Villa have quite a few problems at the moment. They've got a few injuries that have hurt them. Yeah. And I don't think they're getting them. They, they know how to play the players they've got. People like Buendia, I think, is... People were hyping him up quite a lot, but I'm not sure he's quite got the work rate. And I don't know. I think there's a few problems there. Bringing Ings in when Watkins was doing fairly well up top by himself. I just there's a few things that aren't quite working there. So he might need to go back to the drawing board a bit. Yeah. So they're definite wait and see for me for quite a while.
1: I was when I was talking to Tom earlier on the captaincy video. He's a Villa fan, and he was um, he seemed to think Watkins could do well. It could be his uh, Gerard sort of player. Mm. Um, yeah. I, think I think he was saying he thinks he's going to be three up top. Um, instead of the sort of Ings Watkins front line it'll be mm. it'll be three so it could be Watkins on the wing could be um, but yeah, I what, think he Watkins, also Ings mentioned Ings. that Gerard likes to play wing as quite narrow so yeah. that could also be good news but yeah it's a wait and see really yeah. um, um, so I, I'm going to be playing um, Jason Steele <laughs> in goal yeah. for my team this week I, 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 it's one of those players you think oh is he in my team um, but yeah. he gets a run out because <laughs> Sanchez, uh, but we'll talk about goalkeepers in a bit. Um, shall we move on to Crystal Palace? Um, I'll, have, yes. I'll put a picture up of, of Gallagher because he's the poster boy of, uh, of fantasy stuff. managers.
0: Yeah, so Crystal Palace. So um, Joe always asks us at the beginning of the week, you know, do you want to do a bit of a topic on anything? And actually, I've been looking at Palace for ages. I, I talked about Gallagher you know, after week one, week two saying, oh, I tell you what, he's he's a tasty looking player. He's getting forward. He's got the energy. That's what I really liked about him is that he he lasts to the end of the game and he, he's coming up and down. He's a, re- he's a real kind of box-to-box midfielder. And I, and I really liked the look of him at the beginning. And mm. I wanted to do a little bit on Crystal Palace because people are thinking about who to get in, whether Gallagher is somebody we can hold long-term, whether we can look at some defensive players. And I will hold my hands up and say, I thought Palace were going to get ruined this year. Mm. I thought Vieira was going to come in. All that defensive solidarity they had, solidity, sorry, they had, um, I thought he was just going to ruin that, and he was going to open them up, try and play football, and they were just going to get ruined every week. I could not have been more wrong. He is genuinely doing a very, very good job there. Yeah. Um, and so when I look at it, I mean, last four games, in terms of um, XG from open play, they're fourth. They're fourth behind Liverpool, Man City, wow. and Chelsea. Love that. You know, for, not thinking about penalties, you know, yeah. it's just from open play. Really, really like that. You know, they're above Leicester, they're above West Ham, they're above Man United, they're above Spurs, they're above Arsenal. They're, they're fourth in the league. So I, I thought that was quite nice. Um, The other thing as well, I wanted to try and have a bit of a look at whether Gallagher is the one to own or whether mm. there's some other players we should be okay. looking at. And, for me, when I'm looking at all of them, the, the main ones I thought about up top that we could probably maybe consider is Benteke, who okay. I know you're quite ooh, sweet ooh, on. Well, I've got, I've got some. Um, shall, I put I these, shall I put the stats up? Yes, please. These are, these are the last
1: four game weeks and I've sorted by expected goal involvement, but there's a few other stats like big chances, chances created, shots on target, and of course, actual goals scored. So, yeah, these are the stats. So, yeah, carry on.
0: Lovely. Um, and for me, I thought, you know, Zaha's always going to be in the conversation. He's a talisman for, for Crystal Palace, and rightly so. He does, obviously, get them out of the mire a lot. Uh, Benteke is somebody that is now getting the minutes, and I think, mm. you know, if we can get him anywhere close to what he was like when he was at Villa, then we're going to have a player on our hands again. Um, Gallagher's obviously there. Edouard isn't really getting a lot of no. uh, the minutes that we want, and he's subbed quite early, so it's a tough one. Alise is another one that actually is starting to really come to grips with the Premier League, and I do quite like a lot too. But the thing for me that I thought was quite interesting was that I was looking at the the last four, and Zaha was was so far above Gallagher in terms of expected assists and expected goals, um, and and I thought I say so far above he was above him in both, and I thought that was quite interesting. But okay. Gallagher, I think, is kind of overperforming what we're what we're seeing at the moment. But I think that price you just can't ignore. No. I ju- you just cannot ignore the fact he's five point eight million. And you can move pretty much any midfielder you've got, any underperforming midfielder you've got in your midfield to Gallagher, and I think you'd be quite happy. Um, Benteke for 6.3 million. I would still struggle to get him in myself, I think. Yeah. I, think I think those midfielders of Zaha and Gallagher are very, very nice. Mm-hmm. And I think though that would be the way I was going. But I do also think Tyreek Mitchell at the back as well is quite a nice little player to get in. Yeah. 4.5 million. I know a lot of people are thinking about moving people down like Azpilicueta mm-hmm. in their team uh, because he obviously isn't performing if they're not going to go to a Chelsea uh, defender and they're going to go down and try and upgrade somewhere else I think someone like Tyreek Mitchell was actually a very shrewd yeah. move personally mm-hmm. um, so for me I think it's between Gallagher, Zaha and Mitchell Ooh. but I do think that going Zaha over Gallagher isn't a crazy move no. personally
1: well I mean we'll talk about our community team we're managing for for um, Alex Um, Mm. later but on our wildcard four weeks ago we uh, well me pretty much (laughs) just went for Zaha I don't think you and Seb were involved in that I think I just did it (laughs) and the reason I did Zaha was because I didn't think he would be well owned Mm. I thought he would remain a differential and I thought with their fixtures coming up they'll do well he can score against anyone and once again, I think you're getting you're getting nice set of points from him. You're not getting like a bit of a point, a, a small percentage of his points, you're getting all of his points, and he's on penalties as well. Yeah. When uh, Milivojevic isn't on the pitch, um, so looking at these stats here, Benteke absolutely in a league of his own when it comes to big chances. That is interesting. Um, Zaha just behind with three, so Benteke with five big chances. But in terms of chance creation, once again, Benteke and Zaha are there. Edwards there, Elise. Uh, Mitchell and MacArthur all there. So that underlines Mitchell's potential for assists. But it's Gallagher with 10. um, And he's had five shots on target. And the the thing I've noticed, and and Palace fans might back this up as well, um, is fairly evident. If Milovojevic is on the pitch, Gallagher's taking less set pieces. um, And Gallagher does less well in terms of as an FPL asset. If Milovojevic isn't on the pitch, Gallagher's your man. Um, I've had him for weeks in my sky team the uh the weekly mention of my sky team and um he's he's a gem um an absolute savior because you can captain him some days as well he's he's been fantastic um and, and I it's do worth look saying
0: out. I, we're not expecting Milhojlovic to play many minutes great. to be perfectly honest he's no. he's not he's he's, no. he's passed it now and he's he's hardly got any legs left bless him
1: which is great news for gallagher owners and those um, like our community team with Zaha. Um, it's been Teke yeah. in, in, is intriguing me, but more on that and a bit and a bit later, but I'm glad you said that about Mitchell as well, um, mm. because if in our community team we're managing, we want to get Kane in, a great way would be to free up some money in defence and moving one of those, if you've got two Chelsea defenders, Chelsea's good run has gone. Yeah. Um, um, and to be honest, their defence hasn't been that great Except and I, I know people will say, "What are you talking about Chill, James? they're great, <laughs> but if you want a clean sheet, yeah. perhaps you're not going to get that, but if you want attacking returns, yeah, chill and James, but if you're sitting there with Rudiger and James or Rudy, or James and Christensen, um so I had Christensen last week, then perhaps freeing up a little money to someone like Mitchell could be quite a shrewd move um yeah. I, I like that, um yeah, yeah,
0: I think so I think um. I think we might start seeing a lot of people going to three at the back uh, and seeing people yeah. like Mitchell and Libermento on the bench a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, could... A lot of people as well on Twitter have been asking whether Eze coming back is going to hurt Gallagher moving mm. forward. And I don't think it is, personally. I feel like Gallagher is integral to the way Vieira wants this Palace yeah. team to play. And I'd be very, very surprised if he, if he drops him anytime soon. Yeah,
1: definitely. He he is um, probably surprised to himself. Um, mm. He's in the England setup up now. So, yeah, yeah. you know... And you know he would like to maintain that, so I think I think um, I think it's a great option. Um, well, we'll come to my team decision a bit later. And other people might be um, in a similar position at the moment to go for a sort of six million and below midfielder. And Gallagher is in the running. We had a community question on Conrad on this. He was talking about is it worth getting Bowen despite the difficult fixtures? Always Gallagher pointing out that with the two goals and uh, and two assists, um, I think you've got one assist on here, but I think, um, I mean, the last seven. So two goals and two assists in the last seven. Um, or perhaps Cornet at um, at uh, Burnley or Cornet yeah. uh, even. And so mm, um, there's a lot of choice there. And, and Smith-Rowe, who you like as well. And Saka
0: can do... I mean, there's so yeah. much
1: choice, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I think... Um... For me, if it was between all those ones, to be fair, I think we do have to start thinking about West Ham as a top four team yeah. because I, I, they're, they're getting the results every single week. And yeah. I think Bowen is is very, very good for that team. He's obviously taken a lot of set pieces and mm. with West Ham, we know they're going to do well at set pieces. You know, Zuma even scored the other day, didn't he? finally? Yeah. Um, but I look at those options. Cornet, I'd be worried that I wouldn't want to bring him in and then in a couple of weeks time, he's going to be off to African Cup of Nations as well. So yeah. that kind of puts me off him a little bit. Um I do like the Arsenal boys, but I don't think I'd be investing in them now no. if I didn't have them already because that run's not quite as yeah. nice anymore. But I, I, I would find it so hard to look past Gallagher. You know, he, he plays so well. He, even against the tough teams, he plays well. And yeah. I feel like the one caveat for me, if you had Gallagher was, you'd have to play him every week. Oh yeah. I really do. Yeah. Definitely. I think if you had him and you were thinking you could bench him some weeks, mm-hmm. he's gonna hurt you, I think. And he did, he hurt a lot of people this week. So no matter what, I think you've got to play him every week. He's almost like a Sochek from last year at the beginning of last yeah. year. So if you've got him, play him.
1: Yeah, um so the fixtures are Chris by Scott, Burnley, um, Villa, Leeds, and Manchester United. That's four weak defences. Um yeah. and even though Manchester United is is sort of flagged as a tough fixture, defence wise they're not. Yeah. Um so the likes of Gallagher could definitely get returns there. Um yeah, he's my top choice. I as you said, I don't um for myself, um I'm it all depends on Livramento's fitness. He had an injury yeah. going into the international break. But um I don't need Gallagher at the moment. Um he would just it's it's a it's a place that's on the bench currently. Um yeah. but I but I do want him at some point. So I might miss out yeah. against well, Burnley.
0: For me, I think it's gonna be someone like Mbumo going to yeah. Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. If you're think, holding someone like Mbomo so somewhere around that, you know, five point five six million mark. If I think if they're underperforming like like Mbomo is, um, I, I think you can move to Gallagher and be quite happy. To be I, I
1: think um, Brentford have Newcastle up next. Uh, yeah. Mbomo um is that's last
0: chance saloon for me.
1: Yeah, it's definitely that's that's his last go. If he does, um, you know, all the times he hits the woodwork, they just all go in this time. Yeah. Then you've got a decision to make. But if he keeps hitting the woodwork again. That's an easy move to Gallagher, but for yeah, for me as well, I'm not thinking about it this week. So we're sort of future gazing a bit, but other people might be in a situation where they want to want to make that move, or they've already made that move.
0: And yeah, they wanna, or it they could want be two free transfers, freeing up yeah. money in midfield to to yeah. go up to Kane. I think if you brought in someone like Gallagher and Kane this week, I think you'd be very happy. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um, let's have a look. Um I've got a section is it says um sort of miscellaneous, any other business. Um so this yeah. is sort of a mishmash of things. This was when I thought Seb might be involved as well, so he might have his uh you know over and under of achievers um yeah, yeah. tables we could put in. So we haven't got those <laughs> because he's not here. So we've got some other other tables and a, a look at goalkeepers, but before that I've got goals imminent table. Um so people can insert their own round of applause in their heads. Um, for that one um, we got we've got Norgard at top with Brentford the thing about Brentford is promoted side and Norgard at set pieces he's had 13 goal attempts is that I mean I think is that all from set pieces corners and I don't uh, not all of them I don't think but nine shots inside the box so that's why, I mean, I look at like, like Satonian and Bomo and i just think well, why don't you just get Norgaard in?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and put him first so he, sub He does or something. do it. He, he's, he's involved every week. He's, yeah. he's somebody that I looked at at one point and thought, oh no, I can't get him. Cause yeah. Bomo, like you said, was, was getting all the chances and he was basically playing up front. But, I think Norga's been one of those sneaky ones. I think a few people might have got him in on a wild card and they've probably been quite happy.
1: I think so. Um he has got the stats there to back it up. Brentford's fixtures are still good for the time being. Redmond is on there. Big caveat with Redmond. Um fans, longtime fans of this table will know that Redmond is always on it. He always has <laughs> at least ten goal attempts and no goals. That is yeah. perma- he's permanently on this sometimes he does score though but very rarely leaps off with two goals um, Tony is there so those with Tony might want to keep for a week I think Newcastle like you were saying with Mboma that's sort of yeah. the thing to do isn't it and Bowen is there and he've tough fixtures
0: but see for me it's,
1: it's Gallagher or Bowen
0: really yeah we're, I, he, he's coming up on all our lists he is. we both keep saying ah, Bowen but he's, he's everywhere isn't he he is Cancelo is underperforming. <laughs> so
1: he's, he's so good. He's got a goal imminent. Lots of assists. Lots of amazing attacking play. But six—is this right? Six. It's one of these figures. You look at it and you go, "Is that right?"
0: Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's top for go, for yeah. um, goal attempts. Sixteen. He's, he's just ridiculous.
1: Sixteen goal attempts, no yeah. goals. Four of those inside the box. Seven on target. That's the most on target of anyone on this table. Yeah. Um, four starts. Um, Expected goals wise, you're looking at he's probably
0: he should have scored at least a goal. He should have scored at least a goal. I I tell you what, if I was a like a gambling man, yeah, cancello captain this week. If you, I,
1: I tell you now. It, you know like it, oh god we all look at you know things on Twitter and things the memes and things and, mm. and you know these newfangled things like that but they come up in your heads as well you know like Spider-Man one and yeah, yeah. As, as soon as you said that I had the image from the big Lebowski of the guy dusting his um,
0: yeah. oh, wait, giant yeah, bowling balls because <laughs> that's what it would take <laughs> oh. I'd say, yeah but I mean if people did it last week I, people were people benched Cancelo last week and I was saying you cannot bench him against I, Manchester I, United
1: um, like. I didn't I saw that and I thought what's going on am I because I, I was off I was busy with work or something for a day and I came back to it just before the last and, and I saw first of all I saw people benching Livramento and I thought well, okay and then yeah. I saw people benching Cancelo. And I just thought, what the hell is going on? What have I, what have I missed? And people were selling Rafinha. Worried, didn't they? People went mad that week. Hopefully, they're a bit more sensible this week. But um, Damari Gray still, still trucking along. Um, So if you still got him, you know he's not, he's not an urgent removal. Um, But remove him soon.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, I think for for him being 0.1 million less than someone like Gallagher, yeah. I think I would be uh, yeah. very, very <laughs> trigger happy I mean, there.
1: I, I'm, I'm going to assume, like I've got Saar at the moment and he's he's on my bench. Um, so I'm simply, and if Gray is a bench player anyway, it's not urgent. But if, he, if you're relying on Gray every week, yeah, probably get rid now. <laughs> Despite him so. being on this table and Ronaldo propping it up. Ten goal attempts, nine inside the box, um, four on target, um, yeah, yeah. This is I'm, I'm keep an eye on Ronaldo. <laughs> I think he's yeah. good, isn't he? Um, but yeah, you so, know
0: he's going to be greedy. You just can't trust him yeah. for twelve point four million. Not being able to trust him is is not great value for money, I don't think. But uh, with those fixtures coming up,
1: yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got a chance to have a look at Manchester United. see how they're good I've got another table here in any other business uh, goalkeepers so what I've got here is the top 10 and I've sorted it by minutes per save but there's a few things to look at here um, in terms of uh, how many clean sheets they get obviously you get points for that Um, how many goals they concede obviously you don't want that to be too high Um, minutes per save how many saves they're getting Um, and XG prevented and that's basically how good they are as a goalkeeper so are they actually preventing goals so um plus is good minus minus bad so are they actually a hindrance to their defense or mm. are they aiding um so top in terms of minutes per save is is tim uh at, at norwich um <laughs>
0: no shock there really
1: yeah so but as you can see it doesn't make him a player uh, to recommend because he's conceded no. 10 goals and um he's actually cost his side at least one maybe two goals one clean sheet um this is um the last four um that's not that's not good um so then we've got ramsdale and ramsdale i like here because he's the one that he ticks all the boxes goals conceded three that's hardly any um and uh clean sheets two great points minutes per save one every 22.5 minutes lots of save points XG prevented. He's actively, he himself has present prevented nearly
0: two goals. Who was it? Who was it he was playing against when he had that incredible game? Was it Villa? I think it, was it
1: No, no, no. The, the the Villa game, they were pretty poor. Um, it was um I can't. I can't remember who it was, now. I can't Whoever remember, it but some, was like Someone in the live was, chat hopefully will help us out.
0: It was like watching Martinez, wasn't it? Yeah. From yeah last year. Like yeah. it was just it, like fair play to the lad as well, because he had a lot of stick when he signed there, and and uh, you know Arteta got a lot of stick for wanting him as well. But I I look at that list and he stands out massively for me. Um, and I tell you what, if I owned Sanchez, I would I would be yeah. moving around still this week. Yeah. I I would look at it as a. Um, this oh, is your it was it was Leicester. Jump.
1: Hey, thanks live chat, Aiden, Lester, that's it. Raymond, Thank you.
0: Paul, Bruce.
1: John, all of you, you can stop saying Leicester now. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that, yeah, he was incredible against Leicester, yeah. and he plays—he yeah. uh, plays Liverpool. So if you've got him, you would want to play him because look at the minutes per save, so you can get save points there. Yeah. And if he has, yeah. what you know, an amazing—you know—he's capable of, of a big haul there, even if he concedes. Um, yeah. So it's tempting to get him in, very tempting to get him in, because it's a I long-term would, play.
0: Like, I, I genuinely. Uh, I'm looking at, I've got Sa, so i got Jose Sa mm. and I'm looking at it and thinking, he he concedes so late every time, but I'm looking at it and thinking, yeah, I mean, five million, I could probably go down from there, but I just look at Ramsdale and I do, I, do, I just think he's the keeper to own at the moment. Yeah. I, I genuinely do. Yes, the fixtures have been nice, but Arsenal, I've already said, are a bit more of a defensive team this year. Yeah. If, if I was on Sanchez, I wouldn't be enamoured by Sanchez at all and I would probably be making that move personally.
1: Yeah. And further down the list, you're looking at Sa there. Um, yeah. and and De Gea um, they they are good in some respects and poor in others so Saar no clean sheets uh, De, yeah. De Gea won uh, last four 11 goals conceded for De Gea Saar 6 better and they're, they're minutes per save so they're doing well for the minutes per save um, but De Gea is actually costing his side goals and Saar is the only one other than He's the only one in our top ten apart from Ramsdale who is is in the plus there, who's actively preventing goals. So he, so that indica- so he's a good keeper. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: He they, does get he does get you the odd three pointer yeah. rather than two pointers yeah. as well.
1: <laughs> and then so Martinez is there. I mean the cost there five point five, no clean sheets, eleven goals conceded. It doesn't really matter yeah. what the others are. He's failing at those ones. Pope similar, no clean sheets, uh, five point four then it's sanchez and this is why people who have sanchez they can't play him might think well this could be the time i make a move if you don't have so I, i've got steel as my backup um some people might have to say foster um, but they might not have a backup um i think i was yeah. listening to the always cheating podcast and i think um brandon was saying that he had um uh, uh jed steer i think as the backup yeah. I've got him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, exactly. You have. You've got yeah. that sort of arrangement as well. So, so there are people like
0: that. So, well, Sam... we had Jed Steer because uh, Martinez is going away every now and again, isn't he? Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so in terms of minutes per save, it's one every almost every thirty minutes. So that's not cruel. That's not Ramsdale level. So he's he's falling down on that respect. Just one clean sheet, but seven goals conceded. So you know, not too many. Not losing too many points there. Um, but in terms of is he a good goalkeeper? Is XG prevented isn't it nearly nearly two under? So so he's act- actively costing his side.
0: of that's not on there, and I'm quite surprised. I and mean, actually, a few people in the chat now mention it as well as Gaeta. Well, I, I
1: yeah, hold that thought because I I'm not going to put another table up, but I do have some some Guita stats. So. Lovely. Um, so uh, Alvarez, uh, Alvaro Fernandez rather is is on there as well. He's only he's only just started playing. No clean sheets. <laughs> and he's actively cost his side a goal. Uh, Meslier, just trucking along. But look, he's five, five million. Fabianski, five, five. I mean, if you've got five million to pay Fabianski, why not? You know, he's got three goals. can see two clean sheets. and minutes per save is 32. So it's not as good as some of the others. But, you know, all of that list says to me Ramsdale, doesn't it? But they were yeah, talking about Guita as well. So we mentioned the Palace's very kind fixture run. And what I did is um, I had a look down uh, the list of goalkeepers. So I did the next five in terms of minutes per save. It's Meslier is next with a, with a save every 32 minutes. Then Darlow at Newcastle, 36. And then Guita every 40 minutes. Um, he's had two clean sheets, though, and he's only conceded three goals. Mm. So he's doing very well in terms of getting the clean sheet points. He's doing very well in terms of not cost, not having points docked off him for conceding too many. Um, But in terms of the amount of saves he's making, it's not Ramsdale level. Um, Mm. It's not even Jose Sarr level. Um, And also he's he's sort of minus 0.220, which basically means he's sort of neither costing nor being exceptional. He's just a jobbing goalkeeper. He is a good asset. I think he would be second choice for me after Ramsdale. And if you play fixtures, he's immediately got three great fixtures. Um, McCarthy's next with three clean sheets, just two goals conceded. Um, He's in the plus in terms of expected goals prevented, but it's a save every 40 minutes. So once again, it still can't quite compete with Ramsdale, but a good option. And uh, Mendy at Chelsea, 6.2. So, you know, you'd expect better. Three clean sheets, good one goal conceded, ooh, very good. Save every 40 minutes, though. So you're not getting those save points. And when fixtures stiffen, if you can't rely on clean sheets, you've suddenly got a 6.2 goalkeeper. And So he, he's far behind for me. But yeah, yeah so, it sounds well. like we're both Ramsdale fans. And...
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's who I'd be going for. Yeah.
1: And um, But yeah, it, very wise, all those people mentioning um, Guita. He is, I think he is a good option. He'd be second for me, I think. But if you're playing the fixtures. Um Let's have a look at the next four game weeks. So, looking at the season ticket, this is why we're talking about Kane and Son. Tottenham are top. Leeds, Burnley, Brentford and Norwich they've got. And then Newcastle. So if you new manager bounce, it's all sort of Bournemouth 2, 2.0, isn't it? Uh, getting <laughs> yeah, the band it is, yeah. getting together. Brentford, Ars- Arsenal's a tricky one. And then they've got Norwich and Burnley at home. So they've got three great home fixtures. Um... Yeah. Okay. Callum Wilson is a player I have my eye on and I know other people do. And I mm. think he is a good, you know, like when I got that rank rise with Armstrong, you're going to get a good rank rise with Callum Wilson. And I think he'll do well in these this bunch of fixtures. My man, Chris Wood, uh, Cornet as well for Burnley. They're third. Crystal Palace, uh, Tottenham, Wolves and Newcastle. You know, they're all opportunities there. Then Norwich. But further down, this is why, uh, well, anyone who's got Watford players um, are either not playing them or sure. benching them or getting rid of them. Um, Manchester United, Leeds, Chelsea, City, that's that's really bad.
0: <laughs> and
1: yeah. Everton, City, and then Brentford, that's okay. And then Liverpool, Arsenal, so that's poor. And then Arsenal. So even though we're recommending Ramsdale, there is that caveat that immediately at the moment, the fixtures aren't great.
0: Are they? Uh, well... You say that Liverpool away obviously isn't, but then Newcastle at home, United away, Everton. Well, yeah. I don't think they're that bad. I can see them getting two clean sheets in those next three. I think. Uh, I think Liverpool away not so good.
1: I think Manchester United is going to be tough, but there yeah, could be some the save two. points. Newcastle, as I said, I, I am. I do think Newcastle are going to be scoring. Yeah, we'll um, see. Uh, <laughs> I have faith. <laughs> I'm chasing the Callum Wilson unicorn here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Everton. Yeah, Everton and Newcastle. Yeah, I reckon at least two out of four, two out of four yeah, countries. So, so, which isn't uh, bad when uh, you consider he's less than five million. Yeah. And West Ham is patchy. I, think, I mean, I've got Antonio for Wolves. He's, I am playing him against Wolves' yeah, defense. Yeah. They play, play high, um, so they got City after that, um, and Brighton and then Chelsea. So it's not great fixtures for them, and they're low down. Um, and Southampton's fixtures turn a bit. Really, Norwich, great. And this is why I am saying Livermore is going to move back to the bench. Um, and Armstrong is going to move on to someone else, and that is uh, because he's got Liverpool, Leicester, and Brighton um, from game week thirteen onwards, and uh, they are not great fixtures um, there. But yeah, do you have a look at differentials? So do you want to go first? I mean, often our differentials are based on the fixtures, so we're looking at next yeah. four. But yeah, who who is your
0: differential? to yeah. go with so uh, my differential is yeah I am looking for a bit of a new manager bounce uh, and my differential is Timu Pukki Ooh. so I know so I know a lot of people are going for someone like Wilson and I can see why but I think I'd be waiting for Wilson until game week 14 where he plays Norwich and Burnley in a row yeah but I like the fact Norwich have Southampton I think South, uh, Southampton at home is an okay fixture I know Southampton have been quite good defensively And then they've got Wolves then Newcastle I think those next three games is quite nice Puki is that he's you know, he's going to be looking for goal scorers in his team, and Puki's obviously that man. He's on penalties too. If they have any kind of a bounce, you expect Puki to do okay. So, I mm. uh, you know, he's owned by less than five percent of managers, and I think he's somebody that you could put him in your team yeah. and actually you could get something in the next three weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I think he's great. I mean, if, pe- if people think that Tony's going to do well for him, then they should yeah. certainly think that Puki's going to do well, and I think, exactly. yeah, new manager bounce. They've got great fixtures. I don't, you know, They haven't overall got the team um, to do well, but Pukki can score. All it, all it takes yeah. is a couple of penalties, one one goal here, and suddenly you might have returns in most of those matches. And you're yeah. going to get... I mean, what's Pukki's ownership now? I mean, obviously, within this, four, under 5%. Four points something, I think. So you're pretty much getting all of those. So he gets you nine points. He gets you pretty much nine points yeah. there. There's no, no, there's no half measures. Um, on a similar theme... My one is Christian Benteke, who <laughs> where people will raise their eyebrows, and um, <laughs> even more so than those unicorn pictures, um, is one point three percent owned. Two goals in his last four, just score for his country. So with Lukaku's injury, he's uh, scoring at an international level. Um, he's got great <laughs> fixtures. So he's got form. He's a differential. He's got great fixtures, and best of all. He fits in my, my unfashionable, you know, we'll come back again, this table of unfashionable picks. But he is the absolute poster boy for the unfashionable picks. He, he is, do you fair. No one wants him because they've all been But I remember when he got a red card. I remember when he missed that penalty. I remember when he was left out of the team. Well, I've been playing so long. I remember when he was absolutely sensational at Villa. And I remember captaining yeah. him and um, p- fired up the rankings thanks to him. And so I still, I still, I still love him. <laughs> and I think um, so. Anyway, I picked side last week. Benteke is my pick this week. So let's hope, hope I'm on I, a, a mini roll.
0: I'll be honest. I think we've done okay with our differentials this year. Yeah, we're I th- awesome. I think we've 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 hit them most weeks. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you done, go, Pookie Pookie hat trick yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Benteke braces. Yeah, week. definitely.
1: I mean, I think I think these are good. I think the because we've got mega owned Salah and we've got yeah. You know, huge ownership for a lot of other players, and you know players like Kane and Sonic You know, their their ownerships going to going to escalate. Um, you know, there's not much room to, to get your Armstrongs and your Benteke's and your and all yeah. these types of players and uh, Pookie. So get them while you can, and um, yeah, doing well, I think. Um, Let's have a look at the community team. This is Alex's team we've, we've been running. So Alex is a uh, community member. He's um, done really well. He's had a top 100 finish before, but he's um, under doctor's orders, um, don't play FPL this season. Um, so mm-hmm. he's given his team to us to manage on his behalf to sort of maintain um, a good rank. So the pressure is on, really. Um, but this is his team. We, he had a sensational week of 75 um yeah. which um was uh 000, i think was the game week rank for that so really 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 good um since we card in game week seven he was seven hundred eighty three thousand. so getting on for 800k and game week 11 we got him down to 200 208000 so four green arrows in a row um and that has been through a combination of you know the, the solid well-owned picks your shields and your swords. so taking it right back to basics here and last week we got alexander arnold Cancelo. we we shifted uh, we used the opportunity to shift christensen and upgrade him to james um we still have two free transfers left as well so salah we captained zaha we mentioned great differential rafina people are getting rid of him not alex's team we want him um saka well maybe we should have gone for smith rowe but as soon as you get rid of saka Um, he's going to score Vardy we've got Tony and Antonio and and on the bench well I mean we still we we still benched a whole lot of points with Foster Rudiger and Liveramento so we have two free transfers and I think and we'll put this out to the community as well um, what to do and I think we should tap into Spurs I think with the fixtures Um, Vardy and we don't need Rudiger he's going to be on the bench
0: yeah straight away when you put that up I was thinking Vardy and Rudiger Vardy Kane and, someone. Kane and Mitchell, Mitchell
1: from Palace when you said that it's, it's,
0: it literally yeah, it's that's, exa- that's where my mind went straight away that's exactly
1: what I was thinking and so we have yeah. some agreement on that which is good which is yeah. good so far um, and I think that would be a really good move there and we can put Mitchell first sub and also we could play him even and he could yeah. be in, um, which certainly certainly covers um, some of those poor Southampton fixtures. So Livermento can stay on the bench. Um, yeah. Our other option, we could do uh, Vardy and Louise down to a 3.52 and get Son and a 4.5 striker. But coming up okay. to Christmas, I'm not so keen on that.
0: No, no, I, th- I, I don't like that quite as much, to be honest. No,
1: I think that's good. It also leaves us uh, room to perhaps have Ronaldo. So um I'm I'm really pleased with that really and these are the um <clears throat> this is how our uh, Alex's team's done since we wildcarded and the reason put up there is that it shows um I think I think I think we were a bit more cautious with our wildcard with this team because it's not ours and it shows that mm. being cautious and paying attention to those swords and shields can just keep it keep it you know keep it back to basics really and that can do you wonders for your team. Nothing fancy pants. Um, Just do that, really. So, um, yeah, moving on to um, our team reveal. Um, So I'll put, shall I put me up first? Uh, Here we go. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So this is me. Um, I'm going to Captain Salah. Um, I think he will still get a return and his ownership will be so huge um, that, you know, you just got to play that game. And Kane is a differential enough for me as a vice captain. But I may, may switch that. I may be persuaded. But um, I quite own that. So I'm going for a 4-3-3. Um, I'm playing Jason Steele, uh, the Brighton. I've, for some reason, I've got the Brentford goal backup goalkeeper and the Brighton backup goalkeeper. Funny how FPL <laughs> works. <laughs> so, um, And that means I can play him against Villa. So that's fine there. And I can possibly make a goalkeeper move another day. Um, Chilwell, uh, Cancelo, Alexander-Arnold, they are just playing every week. Liveramento yeah. against Norwich, um, uh, I think he was pitched in training, so which is good. And I think it was more of an international injury. Salah captain. I've got Jota. So that's the, the way I can, can get Liverpool points. Yeah. Rafinha, he's good. I don't know if anyone noticed. Um, <laughs> Armstrong's got Norwich and I can't see him being dropped for Broha. Um, yeah. I just can't see that happening. Um, Antonio, I'm just playing it simple now. Antonio's good. He's got Wolves on so playing. Yeah, it. he is. Yeah. Kane, Kane has got two back-to-back hat-tricks and plays Leeds. And on my bench, I've got uh, Fernandez, Saar, Cody and Sissoko. So pretty uh, bench. But it's, um, if there's any hint of any of these players not starting, then I'm going to... I'm quite happy to go in as Saar with my first sub against Manchester United, to be honest. Um, yeah. Saar Sar to Gallagher would be easy and play Gallagher instead of Liveramento or whoever else is injured. Um, and Cody, I'm quite happy to keep there for a while because he's just going to be on the bench and he plays... Um, yeah, so, it's fine. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking to save a transfer this week, so I don't know whether I can. And then next week, I've then got Armstrong and Saar to decide what to do with.
0: Yeah, I th- I think you can 100 percent roll that. There's yeah. there's nothing there that I'd be scared about no. not owning personally.
1: No. And uh, last last week. It was one of those rare weeks for me. Even when you look on live FPL and they have the sort of the shruggy shoulder man as in it's a yeah. matter of amateur rank and it has a spy in the midst, so you know, yeah. it's gonna hurt your rank and a skull and crossbones and I didn't have any skull and crossbones for anyone else, for any other teams. I had the the main um around my rank that Yeah. I've had the main shields by by yeah. chance. And that's not gonna happen every week, it's gonna be rare, but um that I think it looks
0: a very good team personally.
1: OK, I'll go, with, I'll go with your team. So you, your team, broadly similar. So do you want us to take us through your team and your, your captaincy and any potential moves you might be making?
0: Yes. So at the moment, I'm in 4-4-2. So I've got uh, Josie sign goal. I've got Chilwell, Cancelo, Alexander-Arnold and Rudiger at the back. Uh, then I've got Foden and Bumo, Salah captain and Havertz at the moment. Uh, then Tony and Antonio up top. Uh, I've got Liveramento and Saka on the bench the reason i'm not mentioning the other two bench players is because it's jed steer and richardson whose first name i still don't know no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i am very happy with this team to be perfectly honest um i am getting rid of habits um there's there's talk about lakaku potentially being yeah. back as well um, Haberts was only going to ever be three weeks so it's going to be habits to son this week mm. uh still going to be captaining salah I think, I think I'm going to be playing that game anyway, you know, but it's just going to be too high and he could return. You've know, you, you got home. the money
1: to do that, the Havertz, to Son. Yeah, Havertz, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I kept the money. So I had the money free from downgrading Ronaldo ages okay. ago, I think. So I moved up Chilwell from Christensen and then I, I kept it to do Havertz to Son if, this week.
1: If you were um, another uh, player, so, so to help people out who might be in a similar position, they've got Havertz, but they can't quite yeah. get to Son, but they would like to. Yeah um what would they um who who would go for you who would
0: be who would go in terms of if as, i need to as a, a make away, else, yeah um be rudiger i think okay um i think i would downgrade rudiger to to a 4.5 to someone like mitchell like we've mentioned already um somebody like that i mean rudiger what is rudiger now um I can't remember how much he is now. Right. Be, so he's over what, five, five and a half. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So I would just downgrade him down to somebody for four point five. I think play yeah. three at the back, yeah. uh, and then play Saka or Livramento as well. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd feel quite happy about that. I feel like I feel like you. I feel like it's a chance. Oh, I feel that's my phone gone. Uh, I feel like it's a chance we've got to take with Spurs, and, yeah. and I want to get them in. Yeah. I, th- I think it is tough to justify it for a hit because we don't know so much about them mm. at the moment. But not having any is, it feels a bit tough this week. So, yeah, I, I, I would feel good about that moving into this week then. And then moving forward after that, it's going to be Mbumo probably going for Gallagher, somewhere like that. Um, and we'll uh, see then after that. Saka's probably going to be the one to go after that because his fixtures turn quite nasty. Um, Br-
1: Bruce in the chat um, is saying, um, suggesting play Livramento over Rudiger. So if Liveramento is definitely fit, he's got. Um, yeah, I. Like- You've it, got Norwich and you've already got Chilwell there.
0: Yeah, I could do Leicester away. I could do. To be perfectly mm. honest, I I do like having Livermento first my bet. I'm looking at it and I'm expecting one of those uh, City boys to potentially not play as well, yeah. so we'll see. But um, yeah, I could do. I could put Ruding yeah. on the bench. He's not going to get me much attack and return. So
1: and we haven't mentioned Jota. So I, I mean, I've got Jota in my team as well. Just, I mean, that is the way you get any 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 sort of rank rise with with Liverpool. Yeah. Um, you, you tempted just to just to sack off Spurs and yeah, and get Jota perhaps instead of Havertz.
0: I have looked at that, but I feel like with Salah and Alexander Arnold, I feel okay. I d- I don't know with Jota. I think I I much prefer owning Son over Jota personally. By the way, that Bruce I think is um, uh, Tim that I met at Fest. So hello, Tim, if that is you. Why is he called Bruce? I don't know, I think he came up at the very beginning saying that it was Tim from Fest so okay. I'm pretty sure it is, if right I'm wrong then I apologise it's,
1: it's, it's a man I met, he's called yeah. Tim but he calls himself
0: <laughs> Bruce he's, he's, He should feel privileged I remember <laughs> who he is from Fest because I was He's got. I'll tell you what, wear.
1: it's his surname it's his surname that you're probably going to remember isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 2181982 that's, that's the one in it?
0: <laughs> no look, like he says it's me See. There you hey, go. it's Tim yeah. There you go
1: Hello, Bruce, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Um, yeah, I think we're, 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 i tell you what, we're both full of optimism and beans about uh, game week 12. And you know, that means one thing. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, exactly. Absolute stinker. The first game week back after the international break is notoriously awful. I hate making transfers after it. Yeah. I just accept. So all the things we think are going to happen aren't. Um, so there we go Um, before we go just remind people about the members area that's where we got a lot of our lovely uh, Opta driven data from and the tables Um, there's the comparison tool Rate My Team and many more and of course the Goals Imminent table which we did focus on do check that out in the meantime it's a
0: goodbye from me and a goodbye from me goodbye all